everyone, and welcome back to Frequency Writer, Color the Magic, and Whole Soul Mastery. I'm Marie Moeller, and I'm an author, intuitive, and the scribe of these particular messages from the Arcturian Collective that are here to inspire and empower us as we rise in these epic and quantum times of incredible change and truly the great awakening. If this planet has been in a global state of spiritual amnesia and astigmatism, this time on the planet is the season of epic awakening. And the guides have been walking with us for many of you who are veterans of these messages, the transmissions and the marinades messages. I want to thank you for sticking with me all this time. And for those of you that are new, hang out with me a little bit longer and see if some of these messages are meant for you. In these marinades messages that I offer after each transmission that comes through, I break down some specific quotes and really parcels of energy as I call them. And we marinate a little further in some messages that want to stream through to bring more of those frequencies to life and apply so that we can apply them in our lives. And then I also sprinkle in some other understandings and some other inspirations uh, for the journey because that is what we need. We need inspiration, which is another form of prana for our bodies, for our mind, body, spirit, really in these times. And if we're just looking to 3D oxygen to save us from these changes, it's not going to fortify us enough. We must be rising in this higher consciousness and be looking for resources inner resources, as well as resources that we resonate with to empower us to take those next vibrational steps to go the next, maybe there are many quantum leaps, but they're powerful in our journeys right now to keep rising, to keep moving forward. Many people don't have this language. Many people don't have this symbology. Maybe many people don't have this understanding and are kind of trapped more in the linear time, more in the linear matrix. But many of us are breaking out of that matrix. We're expanding our consciousness. We're expanding our soul vision, right? To see the bigger picture. And when you are seeing and living from this bigger picture, we're also able and empowered to be more conscious creators instead of what my good friend Renee calls reactive creators, right? We don't have to be so reactionary and we don't have to feel like the world is just this intermixing of random acts of bad luck and and things that are happening to us, we actually realize we're participants in a much bigger story that's unfolding. So I want to thank you for joining me in this much bigger story today. Let's hop over into these messages and marinades and these parcels of energy that are here to grow with us and expand our consciousness and invite us into a deeper faith inside us. No matter what is swirling around us, we have this incredible sovereign divine strength inside us and the soul sight that has always wanted to partner with our vision and also to work through our activated and open heart centers so we can see deeper, bigger, broader to our purpose, our gifts. And the reason we are truly here at this time to be these incredible avatars of these times. So I'll see you in just a second. 
Okay, so let's dive into some deeper understandings and marinades for this September 2021 recent transmission from the Arcturian Collective that are spotlighting God's great miracles and essentially the ultimate baker and ingredients that are manifesting the bread of life, the breath of life, and the breadth of life and light, and the fact that God is revealing everything, basically. God is revealing it all. So let's review some of the transmission themes and some other things and parcels of energy that I wanted to bring through to seed in this conversation today so we can grow a deeper understanding of who you are, who we are as a collective, and where we're headed. These are epic times. These are profound times. These are biblical times. And I wanted to just take a moment and just share a brief understanding to put into context what biblical times to me means. It For some people, it is literally biblical times, people who have read the Bible and who are aware of the stories and the map, the map of consciousness that is in that sacred text. It is in there. It also can mean in broader terms for people who are not, don't feel a particular resonance with the Bible, but we can understand that biblical means God's time, God's season. And if we're in God's time and we're in God's season, which I don't think there's ever a time that we're not in God's time and God's season, we want to understand the language of God and the concept and the awareness of something called gematria has come into my world and my life in recent years. And I'm listening to it more and more because there's more people decoding that. And there's a great deal of symbology in the gematria. There's also a precision in its own way. God has been speaking to us basically through numbers, right? That's what gematria is, that every letter corresponds to a number. I mean, that's the perfection of the universe, right? So even through gematria, source, God, creator, has been speaking with us the whole time, sharing with us kind of the, the main core energies of different timelines. But God has been intricately involved in every season. And then there are peak moments of God's seasons and God's time where big biblical events happen. And you can call that a God consciousness. You can call that unity consciousness. You can call that Christ consciousness. But there are times where God steps up and the supernatural happens and the world is changed forever. We have that in the Noah story. Whether you see it through the lens of religion, whether you see it through the lens of spirituality, whether you see it through the lens of geological happenings and weather patterns at that time that did create planetary change. I'm inviting you to broaden your definition if the word Bible or biblical is a trigger word for you. Allow yourself to experience these are God times, right? These are ascensionary times. These are spiritual times. These are times of the spirit to help humanity through its crisis of faith right? It's been kind of a spiritual crisis. Our world has been in spiritual crisis for some time now. So let's open up and broaden our perspective, broaden our language. I just wanted to seed that in our consciousness that we can more broadly define and expand and language and play 
with the understanding of biblical times. Okay. So I want to include in there, gematria is part of this language of God in these times coming back to the people. This is all about empowering we, the people. There's this battle of good versus evil. That's part of this biblical time, right? It's a spiritual battle on our world. And it is a time of God and a season of God that's turning things that are all upside down and inside out and all tangled and twisted up into itself. God is unwrinkling. God is straightening things out, resetting divine balance in our world right now. And it's a higher consciousness. This is a time inviting us to connect with the higher spiritual realms and the spirit and the divinity inside us. And that means connecting with God. That means connecting with these deeper messages and these deeper understandings that our soul knows the language of, but our egos either reject it avoid it, in some way don't understand it, you know, put ourselves outside of it. Everybody is inside God's season. We, we need to know that it's all inclusive. We're all in. Now, everybody gets to choose how much they're going to consciously and actively participate in the world that is unfolding in this spiritual war that's happening, and also the spiritual unity. If war is one of the ultimate acts of division, right, and separation, there's also a spiritual unity and unification happening at the same time. So I invite you to broaden how you experience these biblical times in a way that matches your experience, your language, your resonance, and your attraction to grow as the spiritual seeker seeking the ultimate union, which is union with sorts again, to heal and weave back together your soul presence with the heart of source. So these are epic times. Now, is anyone else feeling like humanity is being put in kind of a quantum blender, right? Or a multidimensional mixer of, of sorts, right? Are you experiencing this level of energy that some days I just don't have the words for? And some days I do find the words, but everything is mixing. All the separation is kind of bumping into itself and each other. You know, at the same time, you know, different people are finding themselves more polarized than ever. It's happening in families. There's greater divisions. There's uh, this summoning by some aspects of the creation right now in this realm that are pitting sides against each other. Some of us live in this place that we can have this diversity of perspectives, that if you want to choose something that's right for you, but I don't particularly resonate with that, I honor you and your right to choose. The same thing, I would like the same respect itself in my life. And I would like to have the right to choose what's right for me, what's right for my family, what's right for my life, right? That diversity of perspectives and seeking additional perspectives so that we can grow. There's many different ways to be participating and showing up in our lives right now where so much energy is whirling and swirling around. And we are in that quantum blender. We are in that multidimensional mixer. And some days it feels like we're being rubber banded, like pulled and stretched way apart. And some days, some of us catch more glimpses of the unification process that is coming, this extreme unification process that's coming out of the extreme division and separation. And that is something that comes through this transmission, actually, but that only source can truly and 
and amazingly do in the miraculous ways that source moves and orchestrates this level of healing and wholeness and oneness again in our world? Is it possible that we are being divinely mixed to bring separation consciousness and division into unity, wholeness, and oneness again? Is extreme duality merging into unity again? Is it? dark to light, pain to peace, illusion to alignment with truth and divine union. I know that's a stretch for many of us, but we're already being stretched. We might as well be stretched into union since stretching for no other purpose can be exhausting, wearying. I think many people, we've lived this for so long, it is almost time to to spring back into union and unity consciousness. And it's God's great miracles that are orchestrating and implementing a deep, brilliant, and precisely timed plan to expose darkness, expand the living light, and to alchemically weave the laws of one, the laws of creation, and the laws of God back into the fabric of creation once more. I'm going to focus a little bit more on that in today's marinades, the laws of one and a particular website that is rich with lots of information that really spotlight the energy of the law of one. And I think if I could find it, I might try and put it in the description section of this video. I think there was a transmission maybe in the last couple of years about the law of one. And it was really explaining the law of one from a higher dimensional viewpoint. And I just remember it being especially beautiful. So if I can remember that, I will put that into in the description section below so you can find a link to that video that I made a couple of years ago. Floods of revelations are here and still forthcoming. Remember, we are living in God's season and through God's timing, which is divine right timing. There are many floods already happening in the world right now. In many different parts of the world, people are experiencing literal floods. There are floods of information. There's floods of emotion. There's floods of spiritual energy and floods of kind of this crisis of faith. There's floods in many ways, right, happening through weather patterns, but emotional weather and spiritual weather. There's so much happening at this time, and we have to be very courageous. We also have to be incredibly compassionate with ourselves as all of this energy is swirling in this kind of quantum blender, this multidimensional mixer that's going on. Thank God that God is the ultimate baker that knows how to take all of those ingredients, all of these things that I've mentioned and weave them back into one whole, right? It is time to be prepared mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, financially, and vibrationally and preparation is empowerment. Preparation is what is offering us a foundation through which to grow through these incredible changes where things that have been in our lives that are the path of the familiar, right? That keep us locked into the 3D prison planet that many people have inhabited for so long. We need this preparation to give us that 
foundation so that we can feel empowered to make the changes to rise in these quantum ways required of us and get to this glorious new place of consciousness. And as we rise in our consciousness, this will be what seeds and grows, innovates and builds the new earth as the architects and these new way showers that we are. We came for these times to seed a new earth in these times. But boy, we're going to have to go through these, the bumps in the road and this wild ride that we're on as the spiritual battle takes place at a certain realm of consciousness. And as many are knowing, we are already moving into this glorious new place of unity consciousness. And yet the chessboard still must play out, right? Each side in this massive duality game, in this epic spiritual battle between basically God and the serpent, Satan is vying and doing everything it can to take God's position as the king of the universe, right? As the source creator at the helm of creation, the serpent, right? That satanic energy wants to eliminate God, censor God, cancel culture God, and take God's place and rule over all creation. I mean, that is its ultimate goal. And it is losing this battle. It has already lost this battle in the spiritual realms. And as a collective consciousness, all of us have already made the decision that it ends here. It ends now. But that, those were spiritual and soulful decisions that still has to ripple through the ethers and it has to be lived out. We are living out this chess game where we already know how it goes, how it plays out, but we have to play our part because the battle's not complete until the last chess move is made. And God is already victorious. So you know, the light warriors and the beings who are holding the frequencies of the new consciousness of the new earth, this thousand years of peace that we're moving into, that has already been won, that has already been chosen, that has already been orchestrated in the spiritual realms. But we are the avatars here to implement those inner divine instructions to manifest this emancipation. So it is time to be prepared and we will be challenged mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, financially, healthfully, and vibrationally. And when you do prepare, which is thinking about a big cosmic storm and understanding that this is a battle with irregular warfare, right? A lot of people don't even want to know that there's a spiritual battle because it might sound like duality speak, but in the understanding of our oneness and that there is a multi-dimensional chess game going on there are still chess moves being played out that affect people if we don't think that there's a chess game going on and we don't think that there's a duality game going on just look at the pandemic right is that something that god in god's perfect creation in the garden of eden that god believes that humanity needs to grow no it is a sign of a war we must become willing to begin to decode and learn the language of sentience, learn the language of symbology, learn the language of energy and frequency and vibration, right? This moves us more into quantum physics. This moves us more into metaphysicality, right? We're moving more into understanding ourselves instead of these boxed in, limited, linear mind, mental mind, egoic beings trapped in a linear world 
where everything it's very slow and it has to plot along step by step by step no in multi-dimensional realms and multi-dimensional universes things happen much quicker you can make a quantum leap and in another few minutes you can make another quantum leap there are no limits in where we're headed in our consciousness and we are leaving the trap of linear time that would make us think we're bound by time and that we are serving these life sentences again and again with the karma that seems to accrue like these barnacles over time that we carry upon our backs and we strap them on and then they just become fill familiar bags of rocks that we're carrying in our lives and our lives get heavier and heavier and heavier through these karmic cycles and then you have an event like the pandemic and you have an event like what's happening in our world and all the things that are seeking to divide us God is here weaving the unity in each and every scenario of division. And so when you prepare and you think about these wild weather patterns and that a spiritual epic battle is being fought in some realm of consciousness that is affecting you physically today, even if you perceive yourself to be in a 3D world, just going to work, doing life, right? It's still affecting you because if a storm comes and, and there's a tsunami or there's a hurricane or there's fires, right? Forest fires or something, you do actually experience that in this realm in real time. We are the participants spiritually, soulfully, divinely, and we are also the human participants that are having to make choices. And if we listen to just our human egoic selves, we might evade it. We might deny it. We might try to avoid it. We may try to not know who we are because there's a part of us that is afraid of that level of divine empowerment and that level of soulful responsibility in these times. Those of us that can rise and know that there is a much bigger picture going on. And when we can move more freely in between the dimensional realms, yes, we go to the grocery store. Yes, we work in our jobs. We take kids to school. We, we live our lives in this way as these physical human beings that we are. But there is this divine human essence. There's this divinity inside us that is emerging as well. And when you marry the two, when your divine consciousness, when your higher self's consciousness and the light inside you, the God energy inside you is leading you, and then your human self is taking those those cues from your divinity codes, from God consciousness, from unity consciousness, well, now you're on your way to being prepared. And when you're on your way to being prepared, you're also experiencing this fortification of empowerment and sovereignty and freedom. And these also are energies that are imbued inside these transmissions from the Arcturian Collective to empower you to remember that you have it all inside. We already have it inside, but we have to listen for it, be guided by it. We still have to be participants who are moving the chess pieces in our own chess boards. And I don't even know how to play chess, but I understand the concept behind the game. And we have to play the game until we can exit the game and exit this lower vibrational matrix known as the 3D earth. So it is time to be prepared. We're going to talk about that a little bit more in these marinades. And God, the ultimate baker, is here to facilitate the great awakening and the great weaving and baking back into one whole. 
Where's our destination? Unity consciousness. Where's our destination? Um, the new earth, the new 5D earth, fifth dimensional consciousness and frequencies where everyone is sovereign and free, where abundance returns to this planet and the toxicity stops. It ceases to exist in our experience because we're no longer playing all those chess pieces on a chessboard because we're not even under the contracts that the serpent required for us to even exist in a 3D realm, whether people understand that or not, we have been bound by contracts, individual contracts and collective contracts in the 3D earth and the 3D matrix. And that is also part of what this epic war is about, is to liberate ourselves from those contracts and say, all contracts are null and void. I'm not playing anymore right? And then we move our chess pieces until we literally exit the matrix and we go through that zero point portal that was a part of many transmissions in the past year or so. So there's many themes that kind of spiral back into our consciousness through these transmissions. The guides come again and again because they've already seeded this divine awareness inside all of us. And those that listen to these messages are empowered to listen within to who you really are. Okay, so we're going to re be reviewing these top 11 parcels that are parcels and really portals to higher consciousness. That's what these words are gifting to us. That's what these frequencies are inside these parcels of energy. So let's enter some portals today and, and engage the review of some of these insights and awarenesses that the guides have given to us for these times, for September, for the remainder of 2021. And in this whole new decade where we are literally transforming and building this new earth. So parcel number one, dear ones, it is mother earth, Mother Mary, El Moria, and the Arcturian High Council here, connecting with you through the God heart and the Christ consciousness in all realms that makes us all one. Breathe these divine frequencies with us a moment. Breathe a deep divine breath in with us today and feel yourself connected to this one true heart from which all life began and to which all life ultimately returns. In this time of the Earth's ascension, humanity is returning to the one true heart as a collective consciousness, having lived outside of unity consciousness for a long cycle of growth and evolution that you know today as the 3D matrix or the 3D Earth. How can a collective so deep in separation rejoin the greater galactic and etheric oneness after so much discord, division, and spiritual amnesia over such a long span of time? God's miracles, that is how. And you are here to witness some of these deep divine miracles in ways inconceivable still to you today as this message streams through. And yet they are already underway. Miracles are flooding the earth, God's miracles. And in that flooding that is resetting dark to light, that is healing and alchemizing pain into peace, and that is ascending all sentient life here from a sleeping world of illusion into a wakeful world of divinely aligned, conscious and awakened creators. Discomfort is present. Uncertainty is present. Confusion may also be an emotion that is experienced, and stress may be at an all-time high. And yet this entire mix of expansive energy is the ingredient list for God's great 
miracles. So first of all, I even like this particular image that I chose for the video and for this parcel of energy. There's the emergence of God's living light frequencies of Christ consciousness, of unity consciousness, right? Reaching this world in ever illuminating ways. And then you have the seas of emotion, of spiritual amnesia. You also have the seas of divine truth emerging more and more into people's consciousness, flooding the world literally with God's light, flooding the world literally with God's revelations, right? And when we breathe and we connect with our breath in this way, we connect with that Christ consciousness and we connect with that oneness that we truly are right? That one true heart as a collective consciousness. They always come into these transmissions and they seed first the vibrational tone and the landscape of the transmission that is meant and designed to be a living landscape for people who can really allow themselves to receive these energies and just be in a place of connecting with God's miracles, being in a place of connecting with the possibility of alchemizing pain into peace, right? And ascending all sentient life here and healing and alchemizing darkness into light. We came for these times, this unity consciousness is who we are. We came from the one true heart and we are returning to the one true heart, which is the oneness and the unity consciousness that we have always, always been. But these are beautiful reminders, including the image on the screen that is a metaphor for what's happening. This is the beautiful glory of what's happening in God's great return and the miracles that God is seeding in our world at this time. Parcel number two, for you see, source takes a pinch of this and a dash of that, already knowing the ultimate manifestation of what is to come, for it is already present in each and every ingredient. And dear ones, you are those key ingredients, each and every one of you. Your pain, your sorrow, your forgetfulness, your egos, your confusion, your division, and your separation, they are all part of the one true light that God's source creator is knowing for you while you are in a time of planetary amnesia and forgetfulness. God is baking into this world once more the bread of life, the breath of life, and a new breath of life and light. And this is one expression of the miracles unfolding, for he is taking all that is raw, unhealed, and divisive, and he is making one whole. That is something that only a supreme creator, the divine creator, can manifest at this epic and expansive level. And yet we invite you to trust deeply in this process, for you are this process. You are one with this very same process. All of you are. I love this baking metaphor. It is interesting, a pinch of this and a dash of that. Those that are spiritual seekers who get curious about the journey, who are curious about uncovering the truth of who they are, what this world really is about, what God's original divine design was about, what is the Garden of Eden? What is union with source? What is having a relationship with God that's a living energy. Those that are curious about that experience the pinch of this and a dash of this because little breadcrumbs find you, little inspirations, right? That help put stones in your path. And you know, you step into the unknown 
and the stones continue to appear to lead you in highest good ways. God is using the pain, the sorrow, the forgetfulness, the amnesia, the confusion, division, and separation, the betrayals, the projections. God is using all of it to weave everything back into unity consciousness. Do people still need to choose the path to align with source? I believe so. I don't think it's going to just be offered and that you don't have to choose it. Think about anything that you've ever done in your human adult lives, assuming that most people listening are adults, right? If you've entered into a contract and you wanted that contract, you wanted that experience, you wanted to rent a house for the week at the beach, or you wanted to buy a car, or you wanted to buy a house, in the world as we know it, we had to enter some kind of contract. And even though we had verbally said we want to buy this house, there's something where that is truly the commitment is signed into form, right? You truly consent and choose and commit to that experience. I believe people are going, are in the time of revelations, but also in the time of making the choice in the bifurcation of worlds and in a free will world, a world based on free will and creative life force and being creators ourselves. We don't just get to go along with the, like the river, the stream, and just kind of fall into or flow into union with source. It must be chosen at some level of consciousness in these times. And however people do that, however they practice their spirituality, if they connect with the universe, they connect with God, they connect with Christ consciousness, they connect with unity consciousness. It is an active journey. It's not a passive one. And of course, when you're baking, you can't be a passive baker and never combine all the ingredients to make and create your life. Well, the same thing, source is relying on us to see sources model for us as right now in this metaphor, being the ultimate baker, basically the ultimate creator and taking all these pinches and pieces of different elements of our world and weaving them back into oneness. Well, we are tasked with the same thing in our very own lives, in our very individual lives, in the karmic contracts we've been carrying, in the things that we're perpetuating. We are at a time where we're reviewing those behaviors. We're releasing many of those things. People that are not meant for us are falling away. Resonance is becoming even more important. It's telling us that we're on the right path or we're on the wrong path and we need to make a course correction to get back on the right path. This is that time, but we are also watching God show us this is how it's done. This is how the ultimate creator, this is how the ultimate baker breathes and weaves the bread of life, the breath of life, and the new breath of life and light into this earth, which is much like in our own ways, we're creating our own miracles, our own mini miracles in our own ways as our own version of epic creators and avatars and heroes of the journey. Very, very powerful parcel of energy, parcel number two. Parcel number three. So let us now turn our attention to the energies of September while we continue to ride the waves of change in your world through the eyes and heart of a lion, shall we? For Christ consciousness shines and reigns on your world with the accompaniment of the lion heart, who is a great harbinger of peace and the restoration of sacred balance in your world. Christ walks with that lion energy and lion walks with that Christ energy, so much so that at times they feel one and the same. 
the Lion King is the Christ King, and that kingly energy is source energy. And so source is walking with you in the lion energy and the Christ energy in your day, in your experiences, and in your challenges too. You are never alone. Wherever you are, God is. And this is a very poignant time to remember this, to hear this, to allow yourself to experience this. You are so deeply loved, known, and seen for who you are, because God is with you and within you always, in all ways. And this, too, is a miracle knowing that is returning to you through the Lionsgate portal energies and the lion medicines shining through the sun signs and portals of Leo in August. As you increasingly sync up your heart centers with the God heart, you will begin to feel events in time as distinct in their own timelines and simultaneously all part of the one time or the timeless unity that all truly is. We are turning our attention to the energies of September, the energies of fall here in the Northern Hemisphere, right? And the energies, I think, of spring in the Southern Hemisphere, I am assuming. So we are all in these time of seasonal changes. And the biggest season we're changing into is God's season. This has been a time from the the spring this year, I mean, 2021 has been power packed and 2020 was not without its own accelerations and quantum activations and the clearing our soul site so we could be more present this year to be a more of a conscious participant in understanding the bigger picture vision of what's really going on. So as we turn our attention to the energies of September, regardless of the particular season you experience in the part of the world, let's remember that we're all unified in God's season while we are continuing to ride these waves of change and we're living in the world. We're summoned to live in the world through the eyes and heart of a lion. We need that brave heart. We need that courageous strength, that stamina, that stealth, right? That know who you are, right? I think that's a phrase out of the Lion King, right? Rafiki has to kind of bop Simba on the head, who's forgotten that he is the Lion King. He's the rightful king, but he's avoiding it because he has guilt and all this karmic baggage, basically. And I think Rafiki says, remember who you are. I think his father comes to him in spirit form, Mufasa, and also says, remember who you are. This lion is our Mufasa right now, right? That's the Christ King. That's the God King. That's the King of the universe right there. That's that powerful creator energy speaking to us, reminding us of the peace and the sacred balance and the lives we're meant to be living that we have stepped away from because we have not been united with source. We cannot behave the way we are in the world and, and be united with source. It's impossible, right? And now what we have is source is here to make miracles. It is a miracle moment. It is a God moment in time. It is a God season. And we are called to summon in the Christ consciousness, the courageous lion energy, the Leo and lion energies of August to embolden us to be who we came to be and to know who we are, right? And this 
this connection with God, this kingly energy, this Christ energy, this unity consciousness is so empowering, right? That brings us into that oneness in our heart centers that is weaving unity with source inside us. We are feeling ourselves once again as not only seeing events that still might look separate, but really are part of all one time, which is God's time and God's season. We are going to be experiencing more of God's biblical timing, or if you need the language just to say God's season, right? God's consciousness and power and might and inspiration. All of that is walking with us in September and in the final few months of 2021. We are the change makers. We are the new engineers, the architects of this new earth, but we also have to demolish and clear out the old one. Parcel number four. In September, you will see more ingredients for God's miracle in the mixer, for they are the ingredients most needed for the greatest alchemy and miracle ever seen, heard, witnessed, and lived. No ingredient can be left out of this miracle in the making, or it would change what is being created, right? Have you ever baked something before and left out an ingredient? It is very clear when this happens. Something very evidently is missing, and the bread or the baked good that is produced just isn't quite right. Something is askew, and you know this. Well, God has the foresight to know this, and God assures us, and now God assures you, that no ingredients will be left out or left behind. For God in this way is the ultimate baker. Every ingredient has its right time and its right space. And September is going to accelerate the great mixing of events, ingredients, and global participants in ways that shake up the illusion that the serpent has managed to manifest through humanity and ultimately through the sons and daughters of Adam and Eve. God is setting things right. God is writing an upside down world and God is returning all to the law of one and the living light of all of creation. God is the ultimate grand creator who knows how to make the impossible possible. And September is a window in cosmic time where the ball or catalyst for quantum change is going to gain momentum in how and where it rolls. Sometimes this ball for quantum change will be a wrecking ball and buildings, structures, and organizations will be demolished according to divine will and the divine plan. Sometimes this ball for quantum change will exponentially create freedom for people worldwide as the prison bars that contained humanity's soul and humanity's vast eternal consciousness are torn down. So expect this time of demolition. Expect this time of God's deep materialization of all that is not true and all that is not of God to be part of your experiences now. I do like that image of that mixer. I think that's actually a really beautiful photo of that. And it is another reflection of God's miracle in the mixer, right? We are about to see the greatest alchemy and miracle, probably plural miracles ever seen, right? No ingredient can be left out of this miracle in the making either. 
And God is the ultimate baker. So God knows what every ingredient already is. God already knows how this plays out. Again, it's a multidimensional chess game. If you understand the game, you understand more of what is yours to do. When you're oblivious to the game, when you're oblivious to the battle or the war, or you don't want to see it for whatever reason, you may miss truly the magnitude and the extraordinary epic nature of what is happening. We are seeing a, a powerful battle play out. And all the while, whereas many in the world can be saved from the consequences of war in this disinformation war, and at times now, this physical manifestation of war against the people, against the earth, basically waged by the serpent itself, using humanity as the pawns of its game. God is not doing that. The serpent is doing that. And God, with these incredible, you know, creator hands, this incredible creator heart that sees all, knows all, has to make the choices to orchestrate this to be the ultimate victory of all time in all realms, in all of creation. It is an epic time. And God's miracle right now has those ingredients in the mixer. So it is a powerful time. We are feeling this in September. We're going to feel this in the remainder of the months of 2021. And really, truly, the ripples of these frequencies throughout this whole decade of the 2020s. Parcel number five, for humanity is on the precipice of a new creation. Humanity is on the shores of new light, new life, and new quantum consciousness. And there is no room or place for serpentine energy in the fifth dimensional realms and higher. The serpent simply can't exist in realms of 5D and higher frequencies. So the wrecking ball is tearing down the 3D structures that support the serpent to maintain a 3D existence here in a consciousness and realm that lives just beyond the consciousness and lens of sight of the human beings that reside in that realm of consciousness as well. Fear, dear ones, is what will imprison humanity long after the serpent is exposed, seen, and alchemized through the heat of revelations and the prophecies long foretold coming to fruition. And thus fear is the self-work required of all beings now on the world at this time. The removal of old structures will be a catalyst for change, yes? And yet it will also be a trigger of an age-old fear mechanism in humanity as well. Yes. So as more and more of the serpent is removed and cleared because the serpent has embedded its frequencies all throughout civilization, all throughout the globe, there's not just like one little cave that the serpent lives in. It has itself tried to be omnipresent. Source already, just by its nature, is omnipresent, omnipotent. But the serpent has to work hard to create a realm where it mirrors, at least it thinks so, the power and might of source. So in this planet, you know, riddled inside this planet are all the serpent's energies that is compartmentalized and put all around the planet to keep pulsing its messages, right? But as the heat of revelations and the prophecies long foretold that are in many ways biblical, they are found in the Bible. They're also found in, you know, prophets and they're found in many messengers over time. 
the heat of those revelations are going to continue to dematerialize the serpent. As more people leave the serpent's vision for this world, the serpent dematerializes. It's like an eraser. We're just kind of erasing the serpent from this realm. It knows this. It knows its very existence relies on keeping people's belief in its words, its vision, its propaganda, its narratives, but more and more are turning away and the serpent's plans and agendas are failing. And there are those still standing servants, direct servants to the serpent, and they are failing and more and more are going to be exposed. Because why? Because humanity is on the precipice of this new creation. We are seeing the destruction and dematerialization and demolition of the old. And we're also seeing the glorious dawning of a new age, a new creation, a new light and life and quantum consciousness and a quantum living reality that's going to be so incredibly exquisite and phenomenal that many people can't even imagine. And when God makes leaps, God makes quantum leaps that change the world forever. This is happening. But it is also, there is a kind of metaphysical and multidimensional chessboard that must play out. And we have to have the courage, many of us, especially those of us that are awake, that know more of the deeper truths of the serpent and things that have played out on this planet. We have to keep the faith. Those of us that know the serpent that deep also have to have a depth of faith that counteracts, counterbalances, and neutralizes the serpent's power uh, through the sleeping masses who don't know they're being used as life force for its agendas. Those with greater faith beyond the sleeping need to hold faith as much as they hold the sight and keep the serpent in their sights so that they know it is being dematerialized and they are taking the steps, the conscious action steps to do their part to remove the serpent itself. And that's something that's going to take some time, right? That is, that's why God has to come in and orchestrate this much bigger plan because we are no match for the serpent that is this insidious, nefarious, infiltrationary energy. It's a consciousness on our planet. And then there are little literal manifestations from that consciousness. And there are the serpent's servants. And then there's the serpent's consciousness itself. And that is in large part, what has built the structures and the organizations of our world, the systems of this world as we know it. And it's going to take great faith for us to lead and believe and know that God is orchestrating a much bigger plan and a much bigger victory, leading us not just to the precipice of a new creation, but into the lived experience of new creation. God is leading us there. Parcel number six, there is no way for God's source creator and those in spirit and in higher dimensional civilizations existing now today to make this journey easier for each and all of you, except through divine principles and divine ingredients, which are your tools for transcendence in these times. Think back to many of your superhero characters. Ponder for a moment the heroes through time in your mythologies that were not saved by something outside of themselves, but rather who were triumphant because they accessed a part of themselves, their skill set, or their tools in a pivotal and critical moment, yes? Each one of you will face fear this month and as God's alchemy gains steam and momentum throughout the remainder of 2021. 
You are in a season of God where change is required, where ascension is required, where great things are required from each and all of you. And you are the avatars and the heroes of your own journeys. You will learn this by becoming this. You will learn this by being and doing this. You will learn this by trusting this. And you will learn this by alchemizing your own darkness and rejoining or uniting with the living light you truly are. I love this particular image of this woman as warrior because she's accessing these divine principles and divine ingredients in the energy that I see. She's got these tools for transcendence. She also has that strength and that stealth of the lion energy and that superhero energy, right? Accessing the alchemy, knowing that she can transfigure or she can transform, she can transcend any lower frequency that crosses her path. This is us, right? We are going to be learning all of this by becoming it. We will learn this by being and doing it. We're going to learn it by trusting it. We're going to learn it by living it. And we are going to go through the darkness and the heat of the storm to engage all these abilities that we have to demonstrate our mastery, especially the mastery of our faith and our union with source that we are willing to align with source no matter what is happening around us. We will align with our gifts, no matter what is happening around us. We are gonna align our chakra pillar with God's breath and mother earth's fortification coming up through our feet, through the literal earth. No one can live this journey out for you. I can't live it out for you. You can't live it out for me. We can't do this for each other, but we can do it with each other. We can do it in collaboration and co-creation. And there are many sovereign beings awake to what is going on. And there are many brave, courageous souls holding the light of knowing both Earth's, the truly toxic level of energy that is on 3D planet Earth at this point because of all the serpents, nefarious agendas and manipulations that made it so. And this glorious new earth that was always God's divine template that we are returning to in a higher fifth dimensional consciousness. There are some brave souls that are open and awake and aware, and they are holding the consciousness and the awareness of both earths. It is a big task for many of us who are stepping up to live this way, to navigate with our tools of transcendence, to be strong when other people might accuse those who know of being the conspiracy theorists when they're actually the God knower, when they're the God warrior, when they're the superhero of these times. Very often needs no accolades. We don't need certificates on our wall saying great spiritual warrior, right? We don't need those things because we've transcended those little trinkets that the ego needs but we do need to value ourselves. We need to value the gifts. We need to value the energy and the fortitude and the faith that we've chosen to be in this time, which is something miraculous and extraordinary when many, when much of the world is sleeping. So I just continue in these messages and marinades, want to thank the people who are holding their light, who know the zero point portal, who know what must be journeyed, to transcend these times, to transcend this toxicity with God as our great baker, with God as the greatest conductor, with God as the ultimate source of creation leading all of us. 
And, and there are those that are knowing all of this and being these incredible conduits and containers for a vast amount of energy. While many other people don't want to look, don't want to see it, maybe it's not their task to see whatever that is. Each of us is living our task, even the sleepers, but the sleepers at some point will have to be incredibly grateful for those that held and stayed the course to know all of it when they couldn't. There's going to be a moment of deep humility and deep gratitude for those that held the light in the deepest moment of the darkest storms. And so we need this warrior energy that's in this picture of this, this woman who is connected with these divine principles that is practicing her divine preparation, her divine awareness, right? Her union with source, right? The spiritual consciousness and this divine breath as a daily tool, and also likely preparing with physical resources for the storms so that she can have her oxygen mask on, but I would call it the prana, that she's going to be breathing in God's prana through these divine principles and divine ingredients at a time where these bigger and bigger and bigger storms right now blow through and knock a lot of people into shock and confusion and you know their own dissonance. The ones who've been sleeping can't sleep much longer. I mean, the guides have been saying for a long time, this time for sleeping is over. And yet many have extended their stay. They've still booked in at the B&B and they're still sleeping their lives away saying, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know until ultimately they have to know. Do you remember in the other parcel, it said change is required. It's in this parcel. You are in a season of God where change is required, where ascension is required, where great things are required from each and all of you. That is all of us, whether you're sleeping, whether you're awake, whether you're somewhere in the spectrum in between all of that. Change is required. Ascension is required. And awakeness is going to probably emerge soon in transmissions is required. They said before that the time for sleeping is over. They haven't said the time for full activated awakening is required, but we are on the precipice of that. We are on the threshold of that. Many have leapt off the precipice, are already into new creation and quantum consciousness and journeying more into the unknown of the metaphysics of life as we know it right now. Some don't even know that there's a precipice and a quantum leap they have to make. And some are still holding onto the precipice knowing they have to make the leap, but still trying to hold on just a few minutes longer where it feels safe and familiar. We're all in this journey together. The more we can help each other and those of us that can practice these deeper spiritual principles, these deeper divine ingredients and divine principles and practices, we are leading and helping and empowering and grounding the greater collective whole. And I thank all of you who are awake in this journey to play your part, to hold the light, to embody the living light, to know with great faith beyond any fear that invites you during your day that we know that God is already victorious and we are the instruments and we are the ingredients and we are the practitioners of these divine principles that make it so. Parcel number seven, in the metaphor of God as the ultimate baker that we are sharing today, God has God's tools. 
some you know about or can imagine, and some you cannot fathom. What is yours to do is to allow the grace of what you comprehend and what you do not to be what is. Allow source to perform the miracles needed on this world at this time, trusting God to do what God must do at this time to bring balance to all of creation and in God's timing, whatever that is. Your job is to see yourself as your own sacred baker, as your own alchemist, and you have your own set of tools, skills, awarenesses, and abilities. Some you know about and some you cannot yet fathom, but all will be summoned to the surface for this level of transcendence. Attachments that do not serve you will be tested. False idols in your life, whether you see them now or not, will be exposed and have to be cleared out with the tools, soul skills, and ascension abilities you have and hold within. Some things you may first face and feel as if you don't have what it takes to deal with them, but you will eventually realize you have it all within you and that it is only you who can summon what it takes to address those unique tasks, issues, relationships, revelations, and awarenesses. Humanity is at the precipice of immense and epic change. The world will never be the same when more God moments and God miracles begin to more overtly unfold. Can people try to outrun it, outsmart it, outhide it, bury it, deny it, debate it? Of course they can. But how often do you see someone successfully outrun or outwit an avalanche, a tsunami, a hurricane? Forces of nature, literal forces, and cosmic or etheric forces have a power, stamina, and stealth that few humans can reckon with and come out of it alive and unscathed. God, again, is the ultimate baker, and that ultimate baker has the ultimate tools. And we may not be able to fathom all of those tools. I'm sure Moses couldn't in his biblical time, right? I'm sure the disciples were pretty in awe of Jesus Christ's ability to perform miracles, right? And to know and believe at the level that he was in union with source. There have been so many people who've exercised and expressed these incredible, almost supernatural abilities, right? From source. We may not be able to fathom all of them or some of them even being possible, but they are happening. They are, this is God's way, right? Miracles and this level of magic and this alchemical healing, this process of transmutation and transfiguration, it's, it's God's specialty, right? This is who God is. God's a miracle maker, right? We've been in a realm where we've had to suffer and struggle because that's what separation consciousness requires, is that we have to struggle in our separateness to muster our creationary ability, abilities to manifest the things that we want. And sometimes that's easier than others. But God doesn't struggle to create because God's at one with all of creation and miracles and all, at creation at this level is magical is divine. And we need to trust in that in God. And we need to trust in our own ability to rise in our ability to be a baker like source, to be the alchemist like source, to be that creator that also has divine skill sets and tools and abilities. We may not be able to fathom all the skills that we have, but they are in there. 
and they will emerge. They will show up when we need them the most. And all of our attachments to anything less than that will be tested. All of the false idols in our lives or even false relationships where we believed something about them that maybe isn't true. Maybe we've empowered them, believing them to be more enlightened than they necessarily are or more strong or more founded in resonance and synergy and aligned beliefs and faith. As things get testier, we will be tested. Our attachments will be tested. Our belief systems will be tested our foundational understandings of ourselves in relation to others and people that we're closest to in our lives, this may be tested. This is why we're going to need to work with the ingredients that we have. We need to cultivate these spiritual practices that we have so that we are always summoning in the more quantum abilities that we have, these higher dimensional abilities that we have, the soul sight that we have, and these open heart centers that we have that know how to connect with higher vision and that know how to unify in the breath with source to be an instrument of source and conduit of that higher frequency no matter what we're facing, then we can truly be an instrument for positive change, even though um, some fearful dematerialization and destruction and crumbling is going on at the same time. Again, not a time for the weak of heart, time for the brave of heart, like the Lion King energy they continue to bring into these transmissions. Parcel number eight. What do most people do when storms of this nature are forecasted? They prepare. Returning to the metaphor of being a conscious baker, if we were to emulate and embody the qualities of the ultimate creator and the ultimate baker, can you bake a cake if you have no eggs, no flour, no sugar, no water, etc.? Lacking ingredients that are vital to the ultimate creation you are making makes it nearly impossible to engage the task at hand. This is true for the storms unfolding on your world. Preparation is key. Increasing self and soul awareness are key. Waking up to the storms long denied or distorted on your planet by narrative spinners and serpent servants does not make them not exist. It makes them even more virulent in many ways because they have time to gather their own momentums leading to the ultimate battle. Humanity has knowingly and unknowingly participated in the state of the world as you know it. The sons and daughters of Adam and Eve have been creating in a realm of separation consciousness and spiritual amnesia since that great fall from grace that happened many eons ago when offered the temptations and lures of the serpent. Will the sons and daughters of Adam and Eve have to rise and reset now the distortions in this world and in their own inner worlds, their own energy fields? Yes. Is rising and resetting a requirement? Yes. Are we going to have to face the distortions in our belief systems, in our fields of energy, in who we give our allegiance to, in our attachments? All those things are vibrational tethers to the old world that isn't real in the first place. Do we need to gather ingredients like this image and like many in the video that I've recently shared of this transmission? Yes. If we want to be prepared with prana, 
if we want to be prepared with that foundational connection of union with source, union with Gaia, union as a divine child of both Gaia and God, we need to gather our instruments, we need to gather our tools, we need to gather our resources and be prepared, right? And preparation is a foundation, right? And preparation is empowerment. This is the journey. And denying the storms or distorting the storms doesn't make the storms go away. It actually enables them and empowers them to get more virulent. The more humanity doesn't want to look at their own storms, the more storms we will see until humanity wakes up and we join with source to clear the toxins here, to clear the toxic energy, the toxic narratives, all of it. And we clear anything that is not of source and that is not of the highest good for the collective and that is not highest good of the planet out from this realm. And quantum change at that level can happen in the blink of an eye if all of humanity would unite at once. We will clear this out. But without humanity united, with humanity divided, there are many who are connected at this level doing the work for the greater whole. Again, just a lot of gratitude and awe. And I just marvel at those of us that are holding that divine portal open, knowing the two earths and knowing the polarity between the two earths. It is a vast amount of energy to be aware of, to be light holders and light seeders in and about. It is a huge quantum warrior-like task. And I know that many of you listening are in that camp. You are on that team. And there are many more who work every day in different vocations in different ways that are saving humanity and saving the planet, that are standing with God, that know who the serpent is, and they know what the tasks at hand are, and they are doing their duties, they are fulfilling their gifts, their tasks in their own way. Those that are sleeping, that are maybe even rising, maybe they pulled the covers back a little bit and starting to realize there's a wobble going on and something's not quite right. Well, we welcome you to the team of transmutation, right? We are welcoming you to the team of transfiguration and alchemy. Let's alchemize this 3D earth and let's get it done. Parcel number nine, is source rising to bring the light of the world back to this world in order to transcend and alchemize the energies of separation back into union once more? Yes. Will source be working through the divine empowerment and sovereignty of the Lion's Gate portal frequencies still impacting your world now in September and beyond in 2021? Yes. Will source work through the energies of lion medicine as a healing and empowering harbinger of peace and faith in these times? Yes. Will source be illustrating and demonstrating the power of spiritual alchemy and transmutation and transfiguration in these times of the greatest revelations ever told and experienced in any realm in this universe? Yes. Will this be a time where an epic multidimensional storm takes place while simultaneously exposing the great epic spiritual battle of all time? Yes. Would it be prudent to prepare? Would you benefit from listing some ingredients you might need or want accessible in these times as you bake or create your experience of the shift of the ages in your life right now? 
Will the serpent use its main weapon, fear, to attempt to prevent the mass exodus from its usurped and fake 3D matrix back into the heart of God, the God spark, and the living garden of Eden that is imbued with God's laws of one once more? It sure will. Is this a time when faith and fortitude will be required to breathe through any storms you might face? Yes. Can conscious breathing be first preparation as this epic battle and this epic moment of God's miracles manifest to triumph over the evil and the darkness of this 3D matrix? Yes. Floods are here, dear ones, literal floods, wild weather patterns, floods of fire, and even more notoriously floods of information, floods of false narratives, floods of false public servants, floods of faux actors in all industries, organizations, and governments around the world. The serpent is faux. The serpent is false. The serpent uses false power, false manipulations, false anything it can utilize to increase fear, its main weapon on the planet, is source simultaneous to that, bringing the light of the world back to this world. Does source know that source is already victorious in this whole scenario? Yes. Did, was source already victorious before the separation cycle ever began? Yes. Is the serpent in any way an equal match for the omnipotence and the almightiness of God, source creator? No. But does the serpent in a 3D lower matrix in its insidious ways, in its infiltration ways, is it able to trick people in enforcing and behaving according to its will instead of divine will? And at the same time, convince some of those people that that is divine will. Yes, because that's what infiltration and nefarious agendas and that insidious energy can do because people are being manipulated when they don't even know they're being manipulated. And then they're emboldened to express and embody the manipulation as if that's truth. And this is a very complex dynamic going on in this multidimensional war, but God is bringing the light of the, of the world back to this world and transcending the energies of separation back into union right? And God is bringing divine empowerment and sovereignty of the lion's gate and all those energies of the lion heart, that Christ King energy, the lion King energy, the God King of the universe energy, all the way back into our heart centers to get the attention, not only of the people who are wide awake in the great awakening, but to also get the attention of the masses who are still sleeping and say, there's nothing to see. Nothing's happening. And if anything, that some people who are God people are speaking, uh, that's just fake news. So, so God has become fake news in an upside down world. But when it turns itself right side up, people are going to see that God's news was always God's news. The serpent infiltrated God's news and made it the serpent's news and sold that as truth. It is a big journey. There is no question. These are epic times. Parcel number 10. We talked about in the last slide that floods are here, literal floods, wild weather patterns, floods of fire, right? And the floods of information. God is revealing it all for God knows all God sees all and God is alchemizing all. 
Does that make each and every one of you immune or excused from doing the work? doing the spiritual and essential work, not one bit. Those that have chosen to sleep the longest will have the greatest awakening to do in the quickest span of time now. Those that are on the path of awakening, ascension, and divine union understand that there is deeper and deeper and deeper faith and fortitude to cultivate. Now, not just for yourself and your soul path, and not just for your family and close friends, but also for the greater whole, who never thought to prepare any ingredients for the multidimensional journey, all will soon realize they are on. It will be the compassion of those divine brothers and sisters who will find ways to express compassion, care, and resourcefulness when they are challenged and perhaps shocked sisters and brothers are caught unaware and unprepared in these powerful interdimensional and intergalactic battles. And the awakening process now required to live on planet earth in route to the new 5d earth this requires physical mental emotional spiritual financial and vibrational stamina we know that the floods are here we know that there are literal floods we know that there are spiritual floods we know that there are informational floods we know that there are weather patterns of floods there's so much going on in this timeline right now it is unbelievable right But we do also know that God is revealing all of it. God knows all, sees all, and is alchemizing all. There is no way for those serpent servers and the serpent itself to outrun, outwit, outmight God, outcensor, outcancel. It's not happening. It just isn't happening. It's not, it's not in the script or in the chess game, whatever you might want to call that as metaphor for this time of the great awakening. It's the serpent that will soon be on the run. And it's the people who served the serpent who will be on the run and crumbling and deconstructing and dematerializing and decompensating, right? And we have to have compassion for those who have slept the longest will have the greatest awakening in the shortest period of time. So we still continue to need all these spiritual tools, namely conscious breathing as first preparation, but also other resources in these times as other systems of the old 3D world come to a halt. That could be the production of food. That could be the transportation of food getting to communities worldwide. That could be floods and weird wild weather patterns. That could be all kinds of things. This is kind of global weather at this point, right? We are in a global storm of epic proportions as these two earths have not only been divided, they bifurcated, but now there's also a squeezing back into oneness and only the new earth will remain. The other is going to dematerialize and we will experience the effects, right? It's like, you know, winds that are 60 miles per hour, 100 miles per hour winds can create a lot of damage. Well, that's the kind of sweeping energy that's going on in these times at a quantum scale. It may still be undetectable by people. It's getting harder and harder to sleep in the matrix, but when they've got their sleeping mask on and other masks on, 
they just can't see properly and they didn't cultivate the clear soul sight that 2020 invited so that you can be further on the quantum path in this time. So now it's going to have to be a very accelerated quantum leaping process. If they're gripping onto the precipice still and still trying to hold on to sleep and the familiar and stay where they think it's safe, you know, those hundred mile per hour winds are eroding that embankment. There's no more twigs to hold on. In fact, their clothes are blowing off. They're becoming more and more naked to themselves. And soon there's nothing of the old world to hold on to. They must make the leap. I'm grateful that I have made the leaps in many ways, and I continue to learn and grow and deepen my faith and fortitude, right? We know that we have to keep deepening that experience, those spiritual practices. For those that haven't even begun to practice faith or, or reconnected with faith and reconnected with this whole quantum consciousness world of unity consciousness, it's going to be a rapid evolvement, and that might be an understatement. Parcel number 11. So let us all remember together in this moment that truth cannot be shielded in higher vibrational realms where God's living light codes reign and where all structures of illusion have been demolished by God's almighty omnipotence. Truth is the light and the light is God. Truth, light, and God are setting humanity free. This 3D earth is alchemizing and ascending before your eyes into a 5D new living, loving, abundant new earth. September is another great alchemizer in this biblical time and epic season of God's miracles, might, and omnipresence. The summer floods have been eroding the structures that serve the serpent. The fires in different parts of the world are incinerating the structures that serve the serpent. Some floods and some fires are serpent warfare as well, meaning they are stemming and coming from, you know, launching from the serpent and the serpent's minions, as I might call them. The more people understand the epic spiritual battle unfolding, the more they will have the confidence and commitment to align with source, to rise in their consciousness to the new earth timeline of grace and goodness, and to do what is required of their divine avatar and epic hero within, to transcend and transmute any lower 3D energies and duality games of this old matrix. The more you know, the less you can unknow, right? The more you know the truth, the more you cannot unknow the truth. The more you know the truth and you can't unknow the truth, the more you commit to aligning with source and jumping into the new timeline. Aligning with source and raising your consciousness and engaging these spiritual tools of transcendence that will put you into the new timeline. Instead of you know, accusing people of being conspiracy theorists, you might find that you join the conspiracy. Truth is the 3D matrix's conspiracy, and more are going to have to discover that. Those that know that truth is truth is truth is truth, that God is God is God is God, that the light is the light is the light is the light. They can call the light a conspiracy. They can call the truth a conspiracy. They can call God a conspiracy. Of course, the serpent wants that because the serpent's plan is cancel culture, cancel God, right? That's its plan. And many people are falling for it hook, line, and sinker. 
but many are raising and rising up in their sovereignty, rising up and claiming the truth even more, shining ever brighter, knowing the light even deeper, falling deeper into faith, exploring and getting curious and seeking God in deeper and deeper ways. And this means that some quantum soul skills are going to come back to people who are seeking in this deeper way. And we may perform our own version of miracles because we've summoned them in with such deep strength, deep faith, deep fortitude with the hearts of a lion, right? With that Christ consciousness inside us, with Jesus or Yeshua walking with us. It is such an empowering time. The more we become bold like the sun, the more that the miracles and the level of our spiritual soul sight and our divine skills and our abilities to quantum alchemize things rise as well. And so things that are of the darkness that may manifest into our experience with quantum soul skills and abilities and sight, we just manifest it out maybe within minutes. That time is coming where unpleasant manifestations get alchemized by the people to borrow from Avatar, the last airbender, who bend out the darkness, who bend the toxicity out of our lives. It swirls in like a storm and we just bend it right back out, right? We alchemize it. So what was a huge storm becomes a tiny little gentle breeze that is filled with light again. We are transforming and transfiguring the darkness into light with God's empowerment, with God's support. And for those that think that God is a conspiracy and that the light is conspiracy and that the truth is conspiracy, well, I think they're gonna have to learn what false narratives do and what false empowerment feels like when real storms and real biblical moments with God's might You'll learn what false empowerment feels like when big gale force winds are in your face and at your door, and you may start to realize what true faith needs to be, and in quantum moments might alchemize some storms in a nanosecond when you need it most. So all of us are going to be calling in these skills to set humanity free. It is that time. Okay, so we are at the point in my marinades. Thank you for hanging in there with me all this time. We are going to be talking about some favorite quotes and lyrics. I wanted to share a story, a brief, brief, kind of like a parable from a story. You can see the cover uh, on the screen here, Cosmic Wealth, A Guide to Living the Prosperity of a Rich Inner Life. I wrote this book very shortly after a very challenging time in my life. And it was a way of just for myself trying to record some of the messages that I had been given from spirit to transcend that time to be an alchemizer, a bender of energy and clearing really painful uh, karmic energy into clarity and living light again. And I discovered that this cosmic wealth lived inside me. And I wanted to share some of the richness of those experiences in this book. So a lot of this book is very empowering. There's some empowerment tools and kind of a consciousness that can empower you in your journey. And I think it's still very relevant for these times. And there's also uh, seeds of channelings that I had been given either for myself or that I was posting for humanity at that time in written works or blogs at the time. So 
this story that I hadn't thought about in years, but it came to me when I was thinking about the marinades for this, this latest transmission. And it is the story, it never got a title, but I titled it here, the story of the missing ingredient excerpted from my book, Cosmic Wealth. And I wanted to read that to you briefly for those who may benefit from this understanding. And then I'm gonna jump to talking about some of the understandings of the law of one. Since that is referenced, that energy is here, we're going back to the law of one. That may just be the missing ingredient. People are so separated that they've forgotten the laws that govern the divine design. And when we forgot the divine design, and then we forgot the laws that govern divine design, well, then the serpent has implemented its laws. And that's what we've been living under. And that's the tyranny. And that's the crazy toxicity that's also very much a part of this world. So I'm going to try and read this short parable, and I'm going to make some of the other sections I had prepared to talk about maybe shorter, and I'll revisit them in a later marinades message, perhaps. But here we go. So there once was a king who had everything he wanted, or so he thought. He looked around at his finest robes, land, horses, people, everything in his life was glorious. Yet there was a disconnect something he could not put his finger on, but that bothered him steadily. Something was missing in this glorious life. So one day he announced that he could have no peace until he discovered what that was. He also announced that he would need to do his searching alone, for only he could smell the scent of the missing ingredient, because only he knew that it was missing. He set off in the east in the direction of the rising sun, in the hopes of gaining greater clarity. He went on foot, not with his trusted finest horse or trusted friends or even any of his greatest riches. He set out in the light of the sun with himself and the clothes on his back. Along the way, he kept asking himself, what is it that I seek? What is it that I am needing? What is it that I need to know or to do? I have a wonderful life, a strong house, beautiful art, tremendous security, great riches, and many things that bring me joy. Am I selfish? Have I created another need only to have the adventure of fulfilling it? With that, he stumbled on a stone, a rock in the middle of the road. He stubbed his toes simultaneously. While he felt this physical interruption to all of his question asking, he began to realize that his physical state and all that it could ever bring to him were nothing compared to the glow of the rising sun rising over his head, over the treetops, and filling his very breath within. He lay there a moment, forgetting his toe and the rock and his great and glorious outer life, and for the first time, felt and basked in the glow of a rich, light-filled inner breath and inner life that he simply could not see amidst all the splendor in his circumstances at home. What was this wonderful feeling inside him? What was its purity, its glory, its appeal? It was the essence of light, a freedom from all that was thought to matter in the world of matter a freedom of the light in his spirit that had no needs but only desires. There was no wanting for everything already was. There was no needing for everything already is. There was only the joy in the awareness of the perfection of all things and his place among that perfection. 
He felt certain that this had been the missing ingredient he smelled in his other life, his outer life. He was not sure what bringing this ingredient back to his kingdom would do or change, but he was sure that he needed to add it to his experience and to see what it cooked up. And in the days that followed, his life became richer than he had ever imagined. For those that go seeking always find. Every answer is always given. Every part has a whole and every kingdom has a vast richness within that creates the prosperity of every kind of dream ever imagined. This king had to let go of the physical to suspend it for just a moment of time to see his inner grace. That is the task for all to float in that suspension when clarity is desired to retrieve what is already there and always known inner perfection in all ways in all lands of all people. Perfection is all there is. And then there's just this little bit more that says this channeled story speaks its own message to each one of us about the innate beauty of our inner light, the riches of an inner life, and the perfection in all that is. For me, it is an additive concept to my inner life understandings that all that we truly are already is. In other words, we don't have to reach for it. We just have to choose to receive it. Our divinity, our perfection, our magnificence, and our prosperity already is. And when we tap into that deeper knowing, right, that there are these missing ingredients in our lives, there is a recipe that we are called to pay attention. You saw some of you might have seen in the video of the actual transmission that there was someone was making a list of what they might do to prepare. When we're making lists to prepare and we're listening for what is ours to do, what's ours to access, what's ours to summon in so we can have a strong foundation and feel the empowerment of preparation. We are listening for those missing ingredients, right? For this king, it was this deeper connection, this rich inner life, this joy that wanted to find him, the light that had always been him, that has always been his. When we pair the inner light and the inner life, the heart vision and the soul sight, our spiritual skills, our conscious breathing with physical resources and these spiritual tools of transcendence. Well, now we are ready. We have the ark in place, a lot of it inside us, some of it around us, and we are ready for the storms that may blow through in a time of an epic ascension, which we find ourselves in, and that September 2021 and beyond is only going to accelerate. This is God's time. This is God's season. And this is an epic battle that may play out and has been playing out, but still might be playing out not in just a single defined moment, but over a series of incredible beyond our fathoming events that still have yet to play out. The missing ingredients, those that awareness of preparedness, right? This time period of getting aligned with God's timeline, with God's season, with God's time and God's energy, and allowing ourselves to leave the precipice, the falseness of the other life that we've been living the falseness of the security and comfort that it gives to us. Only alignment with source 
can be the new security, can be the new foundation, can be the new wealth that awaits us. But we have to recognize the falseness of all the other 3D tools that had worked in the 3D world that helped us cope and, and survive in this kind of world. But now it's time to get back to God's tools, God's abundance, God's money, God's ways, God's breath inside us. Ooh, it is a God season. And then each of us has to listen and go on that journey. Like it says, he didn't bring his horse. He didn't bring his armies. He didn't even bring an assistant. He went on his own in the direction of the rising sun, turning and facing source energy and opening himself to receive. He was seeking to find. He wasn't seeking to turn and run away and avoid it. He was seeking to go look for the missing ingredient and he was going to find it, which of course he did. Those who truly seek always find. I thought that was a very powerful energy since we're talking about the ultimate baker, the ultimate creation. We're at a time of the ultimate storms. We're at the time of the ultimate preparation and we also need the ultimate ingredients. I had a few quotes here that I don't, don't really want to spend a lot of time on, but maybe this first one from Chip Ingram. I'm not sure who that is. God gives us the ingredients for our daily bread, but he expects us to do the baking. For me, that means that I think we have to walk the walk. We can't just talk the talk or expect God to come in and save us. We are our own avatars and heroes with divine free will that need to unify and partner with source, the ultimate baker, the ultimate creator, so that we can become the bakers and the alchemizers and the avatars of our own lives. There's some other quotes you can see on the screen for those who are actually watching this video. So on the next few slides, which I'm not going to take the time to read fully today, but you can see them. If you play the video and if you're listening, I'm just going to say I found this on a website called the Ascension Glossary. It's full of a lot of multidimensional information. I haven't even spent a great deal of time there, but I have heard many people reference it. And, and often in my searches, when I'm searching certain terms, it, it will come up because it's, it's like an expansive library of metaphysical information, the ascensionglossary.com. And they give a definition for the law of one. And I just wanted to briefly read that and then maybe skip through some of these slides to at least just highlight that they're there. And then you can always go back and maybe freeze the screen if you're playing this video later and you can read the text or you can go directly to the website. But the law of one is the comprehension that all things are made of intelligent energy and are a part of the all one. The law of one is a sacred science of the mechanics of Christ consciousness and are the natural laws governing our universal creation. All one is the recognition that eternal truth is eternal love and eternal love is the organic consciousness of infinite creator or God. Eternal love consciousness embodied in a form is unity intelligence and simultaneously recognized as the inner light of Christos. Unity consciousness is at one with God and unity consciousness ignites the inner light of Christos. The inner light of Christos when actualized in form is the embodiment of an eternal God human. 
Practice unity consciousness and one is directly reflecting the image of God's love and is eternally protected. Be at one with all as one is all with God. Every soul is taking the same journey, but each soul has evolved at a different level. The teachings of the law of one describe the spiritual laws that govern our spiritual evolution for each dimension. It is a single philosophical system of world humanism, which merges cosmology, science, human rights, and spiritualism. And then it says, simply put, the law of one is the universal truth that all is one. It is the truth taught by Christ when he proclaimed, love your neighbor as you love yourself. We are all direct expressions of the one source God, source the law of one is an energetic reality as well as a creational covenant with the founder races. There's more information here. I, I actually put a second little screenshot, the law of one's practices, practice unity consciousness, practice loving yourself, practice loving others, practice loving the earth and nature, practice service to others, practice consciousness expansion practice responsible co-creatorship and they go on on this on this one page even to define and clarify those things and give more insight around that and i love this other image that says god sovereign free this is the time of the great awakening where we are becoming god beings when we are becoming sovereign beings again when we are truly divinely free again there are a few other slides that talk about the Christos mission and service to others. You can see there's, it's a treasure trove, this Ascension glossary. I love this part about world humanism and human rights. Uh, the first one about world humanism, it says in the interpretation of the law of one in spiritual ascension context, it is a, a egalitarian philosophy for evolving humanity towards humanitarian goals. Ascension study is made as an evolutionary model for our planet and humanity to achieve spiritual freedom. The main focus is upon the inner spiritual study and reflection made upon the personal commitment to expand one's consciousness and benevolence towards life. It goes on to share a lot more. Then the human rights says human rights are moral principles that describe certain standards of human behavior. They are the same in God's natural laws, the law of one. The law of one is God's natural law. We've gotten far away from that and we are returning. Number one, I have the right to take care of myself and protect myself from being threatened physically, mentally, emotionally, or spiritually. Number two, I have the right to set my own priorities and choose the manner I express to live on earth, as long as it does not intentionally harm others. Number three, I have the right to express feelings, opinions, and desires. Number four, I have the right to be treated respectfully. Number five, I have the right to create my own happy, healthy life based in spiritual purpose. And number six, I have the right to be GSF. God, sovereign free, and be given the power to be in charge of directing my energies and life force. I think we're living the antithesis of the law of one with all of these mandates and measures right now. People have to awaken to what God's law truly is and the manipulation of God's laws to, 
try and attempt to sound humanitarian, but is anything but. So people can find more information about the law of one at the ascensionglossary.com. Okay, and just a few slides here now. The Ascension weather forecast, two earths, two worlds, two sides. Divisions, discord, cognitive dissonance, unity, freedom, sovereignty, self-responsibility, awareness. It's quite a ride right now on Starship Earth. That is for sure. The floods are here literally, metaphorically, metaphysically, physically, and biblically. Regardless of your spiritual practices or religion, Revelations is a biblical time period, a cosmological time period in which the old earth and paradigm has come to a close and the new earth is rising. They hold very different frequencies, designs, consciousnesses, creations, and experiences. And the more humanity awakens to the bifurcation of these worlds within and without the closer and quicker divine union becomes the collective's experiences. Right now, the great awakening process is fully underway. Shakings, quakings, rattlings, rumblings, crumblings, and invitations to fear are summoning those with ears and eyes to hear and see, to rise in faith, fortitude, and find the missing ingredients to their own ascension stories. A willingness to engage spiritual tools and practices is a key preparation in the floods, the storms, and the shifts unfolding. Weather forecast, 100% chance of rain. Ascension forecast, 100% chance of change. Things are mixing up and speeding up now. The 3D invitations that we're seeing right now, this excerpt right now came from the end of the latest transmission, it says the more people understand this epic spiritual battle unfolding, the more they will have the confidence and commitment to align with source to rise in their consciousness to the new earth timeline of grace and goodness. And I would add the law of one and to do what is required for their divine avatar and epic hero within to transcend and transmute any lower 3D energies and duality games of this old matrix. The serpent is losing more of its army by the day. It's a mass exodus from the serpent's world and a great return to God's divine design. If you are hearing this and are unaware of much of these unfoldments and the spiritual intel, know that your hearing this message is a summoning from spirit to awaken from your own spiritual amnesia and to activate more of your 2020 clear soul sight, and thus to prepare like the new earth Noah, every sentient being is on this planet at this time. No one is immune to the extraordinarily epic changes unfolding on your world, but there are those who choose to prepare and to be in the vibrational awareness of preparedness this month and going forward. While certain events will happen in certain biblical time points, there is a greater energy underway now to unfold the glory of God during this biblical season and to simultaneously eradicate the deeply nefarious and dark agendas and deeds of the serpent, whose time on this planet as an invisible energy to creation itself is up. It's over. This biblical season will continue to reveal this quantum clearing of these age-old darknesses and deeds so that all of God's children, plant, and animal kingdoms can ascend into new earth frequencies of unity, light, and joy. 
but we aren't there yet in that planetary experience of global harmony, love, unity, and light. This world is in a time of great transition and epic change. In the cracks of everything, the light is getting in. How can you let more light in this month? How can you breathe more light in this month? How can you prepare more to receive God's miracles this month? How can you participate more as an awakened or awakening soul in the earth's ascension and God's greatest season this month? In the United States, it is National Emergency Preparedness Month. There are signs and cues from Source Creator and from the living universe that preparedness is empowerment. Preparation is a form of prana when engaged with faith and fortitude. Very, very powerful, right? No one is immune to these epic changes. No one. We all have to gather and muster the strength and faith the size of a mustard seed, and God will meet us there in that faith that we muster every time. The 5D choice to align with sovereignty, right, is there's this energy of God energy, free energy, sovereign, being sovereign, empowered, creative, joyful, healthy, abundant, and risen. This is our divine design. What humanity thinks is God's design right now in a 3D matrix is the usurped design that now must fall. This fall in the Northern hemisphere anyway, the illusion and snakery and serpent usurped realm must fall and rising and emerging in its place will be the quantum 5D new earth's garden of Eden that is who we are divinely meant to be. And I'm just gonna read one sentence. It's very important. The inner Christos is the personal divine blueprint of the eternal God source consciousness energy from which all things are manifest and made into being. The law of one is the law governing the eternal divine blueprint and consciousness energy of the inner Christos. Thus, they are interchangeable the law of energy and the inner Christos and the Christ consciousness. This is what we're returning to. This is why some of us are so excited, despite the storms we know that are happening that are still to come. It is a powerful time, and it's also a powerful invitation to see the serpent's invites and begin to recognize with clear soul sight what they are and how he, the serpent plays those games and know what God's invitation is to sovereignty and freedom and empowerment and creative choice and choice over my own body, choice over things that I will choose that empower me and that are right for me, God, sovereignty, free. And they are principles that I'm going to spend some time in September marinating in and embodying and summoning into my experience as a form of protection, which it even said that the law of one, this level of Christ consciousness is protection in these times. And so that again is kind of God's armor inside us when we align with that Christ consciousness. Again, not religion doesn't have to be biblical if that isn't your language and if that isn't your resonance. Christ consciousness is the law of one. It is God consciousness. It is what I also call quantum consciousness. It's all the same at the higher levels of consciousness, because in that respect, it's all God. It's the frequencies of God inside us, this personal divine blueprint and this awareness of this divine blueprint for the entire collective. 
we are returning. It is the great awakening. And that's the exciting part, right? We may be weary, but we all have some excitement about the great return. What's next? God is revealing it all. How can we let more light in this month? How can you fall into faith rather than fear? The great awakening, global revelations, multidimensional mixing are all being conducted by the ultimate baker. Can you honor others, God, free, sovereign, divine birthright to choose for themselves what is right for soul path in these times, including their body, their choice, including their soul, their choice? Our faith is being tested. Our spiritual stamina is too. Through it all, God's great miracles are ushering in epic and never before seen and experienced unity at this level after such deep spiritual amnesia, division, and separation. Expect miracles. Prepare the ark. Feel and empower your faith and breathe the living light codes and the essence of the law of one as a daily or as often as you can, spiritual practice. It is the time of the great revelations and the great rising. And we came for these times. Very, very, very powerful messages in this particular transmission and September 2021, these energies. I always spotlight in these marinades when the word becomes one, the world becomes one again. That is a parcel of energy for these times. And the word of the day, or this transmission anyway, I felt was miracles. And I have two definitions of miracles. One is brief and one is much more expansive. Wikipedia offered the brief one. A miracle is a supernatural event that seems inexplicable by natural or scientific laws. In various religions, a phenomenon that is characterized as miraculous is often attributed to the actions of a supernatural being, especially a deity, a magician, a miracle worker, a saint, or a religious leader. That was okay as a definition and an understanding of miracles, but I think it's much more. And I found this other one, and I'm going to read this, and then we're going to close out after this message here. And this came from a website called probe.org. And the title of the article was, what is a biblical definition of miracle? And maybe we might want to replace that for some people who need to replace biblical. What is a God consciousness definition of miracle? What is a Christ consciousness definition? What's a unity consciousness law of one definition of miracle? The term miracle has lost much of its luster in our day. And it isn't because we see miracles taking place so often that we no longer are sensitive to their meaning. It's because our speech has evolved in such a way that today, if I got to work on time this morning, it was a miracle that I made it seeing that there was so much traffic on the freeway. A biblical model and definition, on the other hand, for a miracle is another thing altogether. Not everything hard to believe can be quantified as a miracle according to scriptural standards. Again, more of a biblical understanding, but just feel the energy of a higher level of consciousness. Miracles are those acts that only God can perform, usually superseding natural laws. Baker's Dictionary of the Bible isn't that fascinating? We're talking about the ultimate baker. I just think that's an amazing coincidence. Baker's Dictionary of the Bible defines a miracle as an event in the external world brought about by the immediate agency or the simple volition of God. 
It goes on to add that a miracle occurs to show that the power behind it is not limited to the laws of matter or mind as it interrupts fixed natural laws. So the term supernatural applies quite accurately. It's very interesting that a common word used for miracle in the New Testament can also be translated as sign. A miracle is a sign that God uses to point to himself. The same way we follow signs to find a museum or an airport. An interesting question may arise, does something have to break a natural law for it to be a miracle? C.S. Lewis defines a miracle in his work. Didn't we talk about the lion, witch in the wardrobe and the lion king? That's amazing. C.S. Lewis defines a miracle in his work by the same name as an interference with nature by a supernatural power. Obviously, to interfere with natural law may not necessarily mean to break the natural law. In fact, nature and supernature become interlocked after a miracle occurs and nature carries on according to the change wrought by that event. A science example, the law of inertia, Newton's first law of motion, states that an object will remain in rest until an external force is applied. Nature can only move from event to event through supernatural intervention. Deists believe that it was only at creation that the supernatural and the natural related. But we Christian theists, very Christian perspective, but again, I invite you, if it doesn't resonate this language, zoom out a little bigger and feel the consciousness of this. But we Christian theists believe that God has intervened in nature by its inception, sustained it by his preserving power, and will redeem it through the final act of intervention. The creation and incarnation of Christ are the perfect examples of supernatural inertia, another way of referring to a miracle, not to mention their conclusion as well in his second coming. God is still in the business of working miracles, and we wait eagerly for that greatest miracle of them all, the redemption of all creation. Now, that to me, in this more expansive consciousness, this higher soul-sided way is the living energy of miracle, right? It lifts off the page from what you might just see in a dictionary. This is the living application of understanding the energies and frequencies in God's miracles. And here we are awaiting eagerly God's great miracles, which also amazingly was the title of this particular transmission. And I just found this excerpt today, right as I was making the slideshow, well after uh, this transmission came through. So God is showing us these signs, right? God is showing us these miracles as signs and signposts that God is using to point to himself to say, wherever you are, I am. Wherever anything is, I am. Wherever you go, God is, right? God is everywhere. That's also the miracle of our lives. The serpent is working so hard to get God out of our consciousness, but it's just not going to work because God is the living life force of all realms. And some, unfortunately, may fall prey to the serpent's games and tactics and lose life force because of that. But many are already unified with source 
more and more by the day by God's greatest miracles are waking up out of some of the deepest slumber and bouncing back like that rubber band I mentioned last time we've been stretched so far but when you let go of the rubber band and the duality we come back into unity consciousness and Christ consciousness the living Christos consciousness and union with source and so with that energy, when the word becomes one, the world becomes one again. God's great miracles is a great note to close this out on these marinades because I think we should be expecting God's miracles right now. We need to be expecting God's miracles. And that is coming through this conscious breathing, this willingness to partner with source first preparation, preparing our ark, learning more about the law of one, God's natural laws, and realizing the fake laws that have governed humanity for so long, we think that that is the law. Those are just the contrived law that the serpent has used to infiltrate our Christ consciousness and make us think that that's all there is in God's design and almost allowing religions in the world to believe that this is what God wants for humanity. And people I'm sure have asked this question for centuries. Why does God allow so much suffering? God allows free will and the serpent perpetrates the suffering. And there you have the 3D matrix. So I want to thank you for joining me. I want to invite you to join me at frequencywriter.com where you can sign up to receive the notifications, the actual text and the video messages in your inbox so it easily finds you. You can also find me at Color the Magic on YouTube, Wholesome Mastery on YouTube and various other platforms like Gab and Rumble, OogTube, mostly Telegram as well. You can find me, I'm a co-founder of WholesoulSchoolAndFoundation.org, and we have great big visions for Whole Soul School and Foundation to be um, good vibes broadcasting, to be broadcasting messages through many, many, many different messengers, be part of the new earth broadcasting of positive frequencies and the hero's journey and the story of personal transformation. If you feel inspired by what I just described, go to our website, find us on YouTube. YouTube. Subscribe to us in both of those places. And um, we also have a newsletter and we have other things that we're going to be sharing more and more to come. And you can also tune in by, you know, audio podcast, if you want through Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio and more. So, so thank you for joining me. These are epic times. I want to invite you to subscribe, like, and share this video. We are rising together, and I will see you again soon for another transmission from the Arcturian Collective. Together, we are rising. Together, we are already victorious. And the more we align with the victory timeline of source, the more we see the false games of the serpent, and it becomes so transparent. And 2020, clear soul sight activates to activate the heart of one in 2021. We are on this journey and we are rising. Blessings, everyone. I'll see you soon.